Let me see you put them up. Reach the skies, touch the stars up above. Cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. I'm Patrick your host of Value Taming, and today we're going to talk about why you and I, why we pay $60 for a $10 steak. So one of the things I wrestle with as a CEO of a financial firm is how do we sustain the level of growth that we're having as a company where just two years ago we're doing 500 policies a month, then we go to 1,000 policies a month, now we're doing 3,300 policies in a month. How do I sustain this and still maintain a good level of customer service and customer experience for everybody? This is my challenge, and by the way, I'm greedy. I want both. I want a massive explosive growth, and I want the best customer service experience on this side. Can you really pull this off? So what I do to get better in these areas, I have to constantly be in a learning mode. So the title of this is what? Why do we pay $60 for a $10 steak? Think about these restaurants, and tell me if you've ever heard of any of these restaurants, or you've been to one of these restaurants. You ever been to Maestro's? You ever been to STK, Fleming's? 610 Magnolia in Kentucky, uh, I don't know, La Vitrola out of Colombia, Sparks out of New York, Oya Sushi out of Boston. I can give you a lot of them. Ruth, Chris, have you been to these restaurants? What do they have in common? They're high-end restaurants. You could go and spend $100 per person. You could go and spend $300 for a couple, just out going to dinner. Just the other night, we went to Eddie V's, and we spent $300 for two people. You can go to you know, the, the Alexander Steakhouse in San Francisco and spend $600 for two people. Why do we pay for that, right? And then on the complete opposite side, you got Cheesecake Fact, you got Applebee's, you got Chili's. Why do these places charge so much less than the other ones? The steak is the same steak. I mean, the quality of steak is only going to be a $10 difference. So if it's $10 one place, $20, why are they selling it for $60, $70, and we're willing to pay for it? Look, there's eight things that these guys do very well that I believe the volume restaurants can also get better at if they trained and paid attention on this specific area. Some do a good job, but most of them don't do a good job in this area. So let me explain to you what I mean by these eight areas. Number one, the first thing they do is they pay attention to details. A big part of customer service and experience is paying attention to details. So what do I mean by this? If you go to a high-end restaurant, you'll typically have the hostess ask the following question. They say, oh, it's great to see you here, Bob and Mary. Oh, I can see you have a reservation tonight. Are you here for a special event? Is this a special evening here for you? Yes, we're celebrating life. Yes, it's our anniversary. Yes, it's this. They grab a card and they make a note. Anniversary, birthday, okay? whatever it is, and they write it on the note. That note is given to the waiter. The waiter gets the card that they put the order and they see anniversary. They do their special treat for you because it's anniversary. They do special treat for you because it's birthday. On the computer, they put a note that it's your birthday and it's reminders every year because of their CRM. This family's back, it's their birthday, it's their anniversary. They don't even ask you about it because they're already seen in the system, right? I go to a restaurant here on a regular basis, it's called Neighborhood Services, right? We go to this place, Neighborhood Services, and I probably go there twice a week. It's close to the office, and the service is phenomenal. They know what I order, two things I order, they know both my drinks. They know the kind of oysters I like, I don't like the Malpex that they bring, I like different kind of oysters, they know what kind of oysters I like. They know which salad I order, and they know the hake fish that I like and the way it's made. They know it, they know what I like. They know where I sit, they know where I like to sit. All of that stuff is paying attention to details. I can pay a third of the ticket I pay there if I go to Yard House. 
and they're 50 yards apart from each other, but I go to neighborhood services because they pay attention to details. That is an area you can also do within your business. Number two, the second thing they do is service. They make you feel special. By the way, it doesn't take a lot to do this. Making somebody feel special is the words you use. Neighborhood services says, sir. How are you, sir? How are you, Patrick? So it's either sir or your first name. You could go to yard house, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, bro? Hey, what's, it's different. It's like, dude, don't, don't call me what's up, bro. You don't know who you're sitting with. Hey, sir, how are you, sir? Hey, Patrick, it's good to have you back. This doesn't mean all yard houses are like this. Some of them are, have great managers that teach this, but not all of them, right? So service, they make you feel special. And by the way, no matter what you do within your business, you know, some people say, well, you know, McDonald's is bigger than everybody else and they don't make you feel special. Yeah, but you know, if you look at uh, what's the chicken company, Chick-fil-A, have you ever heard the way they do customer service? Sir, you know, pardon me, all these things, they have a certain language that they use. You feel a little bit better service with Chick-fil-A. You can still do that part. Okay, so that's the second thing is they make you feel special. Number three, there's an experience. What is the experience? Whether it's the music, it's the smell, you know, it's the way they smile, they talk, they walk, they feel good, they have swagger, you know, the way they make you feel, the whole thing is a certain experience that you get when you go to this place. Fourth one is a unique uh, 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 recipe that they have. For instance, there's certain things they've done that's different than other restaurants. So they'll say, you know, the way we make our steak here is this thing has been marinated for the last this many days and this many hours and it's been sitting here for this and we did this with this part. There's a unique story to it, right? And you buy into the story. So they know how to sell the story behind the steak. You know, we went to Fleming's this past week and the guy says, and, and this, this steak here today that we have, it's a special chef that, you know, when our last chef left, this is what he's telling me, our last chef left, I was concerned because we did not know what we were going to do. He was with the company for 15 years. So when his wife got a promotion to go to Hawaii, he moved with her and he told us and we were heartbroken and we got this new chef and this new chef that we got is a Japanese chef. And so today's special is a yellowtail with Japanese whiskey, it's a Japanese whiskey, yellowtail, and all this other stuff. I said, cool. All right, so we tried that. The yellowtail, let me tell you, heavenly. The whiskey, I'm not even a whiskey guy. It tasted like rotten apple juice, but it tasted good. I like that whiskey. And it says, we have this other special that we have with the tuna, ta, ta, ta. And he brought this tuna with the sauce on the not just the whole lemon thing, additional sauce on top of it with the lettuce on the side that you can pick it. I just want to have it right now. It was so delicious. So he says, this is also with the new chef. It's a new, unique thing that they have, and they sell you the story, right? So you sell the story of your company. You sell the story of small little things you do with your company. You can do that. You don't have to be the biggest one to tell the story, sell the story, get excited about it. You don't have to be here necessarily with the high-end product to get that. You can do that no matter how big your company is. Next, special formula. You know, when you go to crustaceans and you eat at crustaceans, you will see the on family, okay? The on family has a special recipe in the back that only the on family can go into this kitchen. They have two kitchens. One is for every worker that works there. The other one is for the on family to go into that kitchen because their recipe nobody else can have. They make this certain garlic noodles that if you've never had, it's absolutely addicting. It's as if they put a drug in this garlic noodles at crustaceans that you want to overdose on it on a daily basis. So they have a special recipe that brings you back. That's the quality part. You can have a special recipe within your company. You can have a special thing you do for people that nobody else has experienced. You can have a special thing you do all the time. You know, I went to a restaurant, the first customer, you say, have you ever been here before? I have not. Perfect, great to know. That entire night, everybody got a dessert and this was their saying. Listen, just for you as a first timer here, we wanted to treat you to our three special desserts that we only make in-house. I said, wow, 
How cool is that? And they brought it. You can try this. You can try this. It's on us. You're here for the first time. We really appreciate you coming out. I said, wow, you made me feel special. I went back over and over again because they made me feel special with the unique things that they had in place. Next one is environment. The environment is different. Then it's the team that they have in place. A lot of times you'll see the teamwork that they have. You can have a great team together. When a team meshes together, everybody feels it. The customers feel it. I feel it. When they don't, I also feel it. You know, I go to a, a restaurant local here, Cheesecake Factory, and every time I go there, it's as if every single time we order something, from 20 times, last 20 times, I go there on Sundays, I take my kids, my son orders a cheeseburger every time, they forget the cheese. Every time we ask for a ranch, they forget the ranch. We have to ask a second time. So now when I go there, guess what I say? I say, listen, John, here's a tip. If you get every single order right the first time, I won't tip you 18%. I'm going to tip you 35%. Oh, really? Yes, but you got to get it right the first time. I don't want to ask you twice. No problem, because I want good service. So for me, good service, I'm willing to pay more because that's what we have going on on Sunday after church that we take the kids to, right? And last but not least is quality of the product, you know? Uh, whatever you do, whatever you sell, it's, it's, it benefits you if you have a good product with high quality. Some of these guys use high quality products. You may not have the highest quality product, but there's ways on things you can do to make your quality better. So think about it this way. Let me explain it to you in a different way. I get people that tell me, Pat, how do I get paid 200 bucks an hour? How do I get paid 100 bucks an hour? How are some of these guys getting paid 400 bucks an hour? Well, how does an attorney get paid 800 bucks an hour? Over the other attorney that makes 200 bucks an hour. He offers a better quality product, and it's him. He offers a better quality service, and it's the attorney. He offers a better quality you know, advantage over the other attorney. So you're willing to pay for it. Why can't you do it? You could do that. You could improve. And by the way, at the end of the day, remember what the product is. You are the product. If you improve your product, everybody around you within the company is automatically having to improve. So anyways, I can get into more on what I'm telling you with restaurants, but all I want you to do in the next month is go to a few different restaurants, high-end, regular, and take notes and see if they remember details. See if they ask you specific questions. Say, honey, did you see they asked that question that said on Value Team and Pat said on the video? Hey, did you see what just happened here? Take notes. But did you see that card there? They pay attention to details. Hey, did you see what they did with us here? And start applying those same concepts. And by the way, make notes as well. When you go to a restaurant and you don't feel good because you told the guy twice, you told him Coke, they brought you uh, Dr. Pepper, which is the most disgusting, shell-shocking experience your brain can go through, especially if you cannot stand Dr. Pepper. Somebody brings you Dr. Pepper, you are confused. It's like changing a religion when you drink Dr. Pepper and you were thinking this is Diet Coke and you don't want to go back anymore. So anyways, I don't want to go on a rant, but all I'm telling you is the more you pay attention to the customer service and experience side and still grow this, I believe you can be greedy and you can have both and grow your company at paces by offering this side and this side to the customer. And all of a sudden you look back and say, wait a minute, we have one of the best propositions we offer in the marketplace. Maybe that's the reason why we're starting to grow in ways we've never experienced before. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody. Bye-bye.